ready for true happiness, for deep fulfillment, for feeling alive, on purpose, and in control of your life again, it's time to be the bold, brilliant, beautiful woman you were born to be. Welcome to the Purpose Girl Podcast. I'm women's happiness and life purpose expert, Karen Rockhind, and I'm going to teach you how to live on purpose, feel alive, and be happy in every aspect of life. I'm going to get real about my life and interview women who are living on purpose so that you can finally live yours. Welcome to the show. Hello, 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 my Purpose Girls. It's Thanksgiving week here in the United States. And so I'm super excited for this episode because this is my gratitude episode. This is my favorite holiday, a holiday all about gratitude and what's good and cooking a yummy gourmet dinner. It's like my favorite, favorite, favorite. And my last boss when I was still in corporate, Tom, Tom Waltermeyer, if you ever listen to this, hi, Tom, I love you. He used to put out a newsletter every single Thanksgiving called the Thankful Four. And it was a little play on words because he would choose four things that he was thankful for. And of course, that's what he's thankful for. And so my episode today of the Purpose Girl podcast is a take on that. But I couldn't keep it to just four. I tried. And so it's more like the Grateful Eight that kind of rhymes. So that's what we're going to do. Grateful Eight. And at some point, I may end up with 10 or who knows, because there's just so, so, so much. I'm also going to share simple ways for you to bring gratitude into your life your daily life, as well as literally give you a gratitude exercise to do in the moment while you listen to this and share some ideas of what you could do with Thanksgiving as well as, of course, a little bit of research about why it's important. So seatbelt on, get ready. It's going to be a good one. Let's go. Of course, before I begin, I want to read our review of the week. This is a five-star review coming from Paces Lane. It's called Karen is a Gem. I've had the pleasure of speaking with Karen before, and I'm so glad she came out with a podcast so I can have her with me at all times. Oh, that is so sweet. She's so uplifting and really helps you learn how to find true happiness. Thank you, woman, so much. That means so, so, so much to me. And Paces Lane is actually someone I've collaborated with on Etsy, and I didn't even know that she was also a listener of the podcast. So check her out. Her stuff is awesome, and I've totally worked with her on retreats before. And like I've told you before, I don't read these reviews in advance, so I never know what's coming to me. So amazing. If you want me to read your review on air and you haven't left a review, go over to Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen right now and leave your five-star review. It is how women all over the world are finding us. It's how we've been ranked top 20 in more than 30 countries worldwide for self-help. Your reviews make a difference. So I will be so grateful if you pause You go 60 seconds, you leave one sentence of a five-star review. It would mean so much to me because you're helping to spread the word about the Purpose Girl podcast and therefore enhancing our community and therefore changing women's lives forever. All right, let's dive in. So I love this holiday. It's my favorite, favorite, favorite. You can imagine because it's all about gratitude and what is better for someone in positive psychology, the science of happiness than gratitude. But there's something about this holiday as kind of kicking off winter, which I don't really love, but I love big sweaters and I love scarves and I love making gourmet-ish dinners. Like I would not call myself a gourmet, but I like making things that are really pretty. I like using fresh herbs. And this holiday has all of that, the colors, you know, the turkey that bays for four hours. And I will tell you, I am making a big Thanksgiving dinner, even though it's COVID, even though it's just going to be me, Josh, and Shay, and Shay doesn't eat solid food, and Josh is a pescatarian. You better believe I still bought a 13-pound turkey, okay? It was the smallest one I could find. It was $46. I don't care. I want my bird. I want it to be beautiful. My mom was like, why don't you just make a breast? No, I don't want to just make a breast. I want the beautiful bird. I want all the accoutrement. I want the sweet potatoes, even though right now my doctor has me on a diet where I can't eat them because of a gastro issue I'm having. I want the cranberry sauce. I want the regular mashed potatoes. I want the green beans. I want the whole spread of colors. I want the whole thing. So even though it's quote unquote, just the three of us, I am going to turn this into the most fantastic, beautiful first Thanksgiving for my baby boy and something that we will always treasure and always remember. I was talking with a client who was feeling so down about Thanksgiving because she's not going to be with her family because they can't invite friends over COVID. 
And in her heart, she knows she's an event planner. It's not what she's doing professionally, but we've really gotten clear that that is where her heart is. And I said, let this be the first event that you plan. Make this a huge event for your girls. I'm talking go all out on decorations. Go all out on place cards. Make the dinner as amazing. Create a list of all the things that make you guys happy so you can just have a list of activities all day. You know, make this extraordinary. And she got so excited. And so I hope you do the same, no matter what you're doing. I also want to share love for Native American listeners and people everywhere. Because this holiday isn't happy for everybody. The truth is when colonials came to the United States, it's not that they found empty land. There were people living here, Native Americans. And our ancestors here in the United States were not kind to them. We stole their land. And so this isn't a happy holiday for everybody. And I believe it's an opportunity for us to make reparations, for us to to give back what is rightfully not ours, and to support people in really living abundant, abundant lives. And so I want to just give a shout out to all Native Americans and to all who have a lot of different feelings about this holiday. I do as well. With that, what makes it my favorite, like I said, is the food. What makes it my favorite is the meaning of giving thanks. What makes it my favorite is that I love making meals for people. So normally I would love to invite all of you over and it can't happen this year, but those are the things that I love it for. And I love a pause for gratitude. So let me dive into my grateful eight. No surprise, first on my list, of course, is Shay. Are you guys used to me crying yet about Shay? Okay, because I probably will cry forever more about this sweet baby boy. But he is first on my list. I'm grateful for his health. After many of you know, he almost didn't make it when he was born. If you haven't heard that, go back and hear my birth story. You'll find that several episodes ago. He lost half of his blood at birth, needed a blood transfusion immediately. I didn't get to see him until hours after he was born. And I had no idea if my baby boy would make it. My baby boy, after five years of infertility, two miscarriages, you've heard me say it before, a year of fertility treatments. And here he is now. I have to tell you, he, at his four-month appointment, he was over 15 pounds. If you follow me on Instagram or on Facebook, which you should if you don't, go find me, Karen Rockind, uh, at both. I post pictures of him all the time. He is such a chubster. His thighs do not fit into my hand. Okay, (laughs) like double the size of my of my my reach. He is delicious. His cheeks are huge and rosy. No one is going to accuse Josh and I of malnutrition. Like he is delicious. His laugh is priceless. I must record more of his laugh and just post it everywhere for you if you ever need to pick me up. His smile is delicious. His giggle. And I'm so grateful he chose us as parents. Years ago, after the second miscarriage, a friend of mine had been listening to a podcast and there was a baby soul whisperer on this podcast. And she called me immediately and she said, contact this woman. And this woman is clairvoyant and a medium and she's able to connect with baby souls. And so I did a session with her and she helped me connect with Shay before he was here. And he told her that he was a sensitive soul and that he really needed me to be grounded that he shared with her and she shared with me that that the way that I had been living in a lot of anxiety and ups and downs, he didn't feel as safe yet. And so she taught me some grounding exercises. It's true, someone who suffers from anxiety as I do, it can be tough. And she taught me grounding exercises, like in this moment, sending a cord down from my root chakra all the way down into the earth. And since I traveled so much, that was part of what she said made him feel ungrounded, that she had me learn how to do that even when I was in flight or grounding into any situation and looking at the pilot, looking at the airline attendants, looking at each person I encounter and grounding in with a hello, even if it's in my own mind. And so really calling him in. You know, he has taught me so much. He taught me from that moment and he continues to teach me. Specifically, he's teaching me about joy and wonder and gratitude. I love looking at the world through his eyes. When he's on the activity mat, I'll often get down right there with him. Actually, every day I get down right there so I can see what he sees. 
I can see the mirror that's hanging over the activity mat and how he giggles in delight at just seeing his own face, probably not even realizing that's his own face. I like seeing the little squeakers and triangles that hang down and seeing how big they must be from his eyes. I love when we're on a walk and he looks up at the trees, probably not having any sense, that's a tree. Like, how would he know that word? Or that's a leaf, of course we tell him. But, oh, how wondrous it must be. And he got to see the colors change in the fall. And wow, that must have been amazing through new eyes. And he's helping me with joy. I've shared before, I make up songs all the time for him. And I have found this little girl in me that loves singing and dancing and performing. And I get to perform for him. Like I love, we have a playlist that our dear friend Stacy made us. And I love turning it on and singing these songs to him. Baby Beluga in the deep blue sea. And making like a little show of it for him. He connects me with that inner part of me and joy. And he has taught me so much about gratitude. 2020 has been a hard year for everyone. And people have asked me about having a baby during COVID, how hard it must be. Yeah, there are things that are hard about it. You know, my parents couldn't visit in the hospital. We can't have people hold him, right? Many of my friends said that they would have by now, they would have been holding him all the time, giving us days off, you know, hours off. That hasn't been able to happen. But having him made 2020 absolutely amazing. Made 2020 a huge gift and beautiful. And I'm so grateful for him, him specifically choosing us. I've, you know, I wanted a girl years ago. That's all I ever wanted. It was inconceivable to me that I would have a boy. And when I found out I was having a boy, I actually cried. I didn't know if I could love a boy as much as a girl. Just because when I was a little girl, I didn't like boys. I only had friends that were girls my whole life. Only friends that were girls. <laughs> I didn't understand boys. I didn't get them. I'm not sure I still do, right? Like if he wants to play with G.I. Joe, I don't know that I'll understand that. I don't know if I'll get him playing with trucks. It's just not my gig. And I can see that I, I'm going to love it anyway because I just love being with him. I love seeing things through his eyes. I love him being passionate and excited. He's so alert. That's what everyone tells us. Oh, my God, he's so alert. And so I can't wait to see what he's alert toward, what excites him. I used to go into a Target or Carter's or any clothing store and only look at girl clothes and thought boy clothes were ugly. And now I'm obsessed with boy clothes. I think they're all so cute. And I buy him pink shirts and little bow ties and just so cute. I love this little boy so much. He has shown me a love I never knew. And I am so grateful for it. He's showing me how to love. Because when he cries, I, I don't know what to do with myself. It's so hard. And he's showing me my own resilience. He's showing me my own ability to love even when it's hard. I could make this whole episode everything I'm grateful to him for. But he's, of course, number one on my Grateful Eight list. And I'm so thankful to Mainline Fertility and Dr. Glasner and nurses, Jen, Bridget, Maureen, Laura, Rachel, Deb, any of you who listen, all of you, thank you. Those I haven't mentioned as well, all the staff, thank you for bringing us Shay. Thank you for working so hard for us to have him. You never gave up on us. You were so creative. I'm so grateful to Dr. Katie Dorishow, the best OB ever. Hello, OB that showed up in a crown, a goddess crown for me, right? <laughs> Who else would, would that happen for, right? Like, I'm so grateful. Literally, I showed up in a goddess crown for my C-section, and she did too. She read Josh and I this book, and she was incredible. She was so honoring of all my wishes because she knew I didn't want a cesarean. And so when I called it a goddess cesarean, she dove right in and she was there. And when we had an emergency, she got baby Shay out immediately. And so she is all of the things. She is everything. She's the best OB I could possibly ever, ever want for me or any woman. Both the fun, friendship, creativity, goddess-like, and a genius surgeon. Everyone who looks at my scar, like other doctors, my GI doctor, others say, oh my God, that looks so good. So go, Katie. She is the best. I'm grateful to the NICU doctor that figured out what was wrong with him, made the connection with the pregnancy condition face of previa I had had and the nurses who saved his life. I'm so grateful for all of you. I'm so grateful, baby Shay. I love you so much. Please know how much mama loves you. As the book I Will Love You Forever says, I will love you forever. I will like you for always. As long as I'm living, my baby, you'll be. Number two, Josh. I'll probably cry at this one too. 
I talk about Josh a lot, and I think I finally have convinced him to be a guest on the Purpose Girl podcast. <laughs> Yay! He'll be the second man ever. Josh, baby, you support me in everything that I do. Josh has made my dreams his own. He certainly has his own dreams. We dream of a beach house together, and we dream of traveling like the Amalfi Coast together, and he dreamt of Baby Shay and our family. And he's an incredible teacher. I don't know if I've shared that, but Josh is the world's best math teacher for K through 10th grade. I mean, just the best. And he was getting burnt out on teaching when we got married, and that's why he started working for Purpose Girl. And he works tirelessly every day to make my dreams come true. And then on top of that, he tutors. And he's such a good tutor. I can hear him tutoring a six-year-old, and he can connect with the little six-year-old about numbers and multiplication. And then he's talking to a 10th or 11th grader about pre-calc. And he's making her laugh, and he's cheerleading her, and everything in between. One of his students has special needs, learning difference, and the way that he tenderly approaches this beautiful 13-year-old boy to help him, or the way that he approaches his two gifted students that he tutors on the porch every week who he plays different math games with, also 13. He's incredible. I'm so grateful I get to witness such an incredible teacher. I'm so grateful I get to co-parent with you. I'm so grateful for how you are with Shay and how you are with me. Purpose Girls, I had an anxiety attack a couple of days ago. It hasn't happened to me in a long time, maybe since I had Shay. But I had an anxiety attack a couple of days ago, and I was just hyperventilating, crying. And then I was so scared Shay's going to see me like this. And so I ran into the other room, and Josh put Shay, I think, in the high chair. It wasn't there, and came over to me to give me a hug. And then he had to quickly go back to Shay, but he was there for me during that moment. And he supports all of my desires. I mean, here we have a four-month-old, and I had learned about a sensuality and sexuality class that I wanted to take. It's $1,500. And he was like, yeah, take it. Like He supports me in everything that I want to do. And I wanted to take it for me, for my own, for feeling like a woman, for feeling beautiful and sexy again, and for us and our marriage and getting our love life back, and for my work, because I want to bring you guys more sensuality and sexuality. And he didn't bat an eye. Take it. He truly supports all of my dreams. He is the king of acts of service. Any of you who know the love languages, he does acts of service like no one's business. Every morning when I wake up and I go and I pump, it's four in the morning, five in the morning, would you believe that he has set out my pump every single morning, hooked up, ready to go, with a pumping bra and a big glass of water because he knows I like to drink water while I pump. I was coming out of the shower yesterday, and he made sure to be there with a big fluffy towel and wrap me up. It's just who he is. He's always thinking of my needs, and I'm so grateful for him. And he's such a good dad. Shay thinks he's the funniest human in the whole world. And since I do get anxious, since it is hard for me, different moments, Josh is my rock, right? I'm like the fire in our relationship. I bring the passion and the energy and the fun, and he is the rock. And so the last few months, I mean, having a new baby is hard. So when I have cried, because Shay is crying and crying, and there's nothing I could do, right? When he was like a couple weeks old or a month old, and I felt helpless and hopeless, Josh would swoop right in. Give me a break. He has been there, my rock, over and over and over again. And I'm so grateful to you, babe. Thank you. Third on my grateful eight list. I'm grateful for abundance in the little things, right? Like, let's talk little things. I'm grateful for food. Every night before we have dinner, we say a prayer. And the prayer that I lead us in is, Dear God, Goddess, Creator, Source, Universe, thank you. Thank you for this beautiful food that we are about to eat. Thank you for any animals that gave their life, for the farmers, the growers, the grocers. Thank you for giving us abundance to afford fresh food. And I recognize that not everyone has fresh food. And we started doing that prayer before eating. A, I want to honor the animals because I do eat animal meat. And I want to honor each person that contributed to us having a meal. And I understand how blessed we are to be able to afford fresh food and not everyone can. Heat. It's getting cold here in Philly, everybody. <laughs> it's getting real cold and I am so grateful for heat. My gosh. I walk into our house, it's so yummy now. 
and we have a fire. It's like the one thing that we've done in our house. We need to do a lot coming up, but it's the one thing is we put in a gas fireplace and just with one little flip. Oh my God, it's so good. I'm so grateful for it. I'm telling you, ladies, if you don't have anything to be grateful for, let's say you're having a terrible day, check in with the small things. Like, did your toilet flush? Because we're really unhappy when it doesn't flush. Like, I admit, yesterday I put Shay down, I went to the bathroom to go number two and to go poop, and uh, the toilet was about to overflow. And I was like, no, right? Like, please, no. And I could just see what was going to happen. It was going to make a mess in the bathroom. I was going to have to clean it up. And there would go his whole nap that I needed, like, for other things. A, a nap for myself, and B, a couple things for work. And that was a moment when I realized, oh, my gosh, I love it when the toilet is working, right? So be grateful when something is working because we only get frustrated like if your basement floods, but when are we grateful for a basement that's not flooded? So find those things to be grateful for. Little things I'm grateful for right now. I am so grateful for maternity jeans. Um, who created that? A jean that doesn't button but has like a big band that you can just pull up? That is genius. And why aren't all jeans like that? Like why are they maternity jeans? Why are they not just regular jeans? That's what jeans should be. I'm still wearing them and very happy with them. I don't know if I'll ever stop. So whoever came up with maternity jeans, thank you. I'm so grateful for the elephant little stuffy that connects to the Avent Passy. Like that is genius. They give you these pacifiers at the hospital and babies cannot keep them in their mouth. They don't know how. Like Shay is at a point now where he understands he can put his hand up to it and keep it in. Thank goodness. He's four and a half months. But two week old doesn't know how to keep a pacifier in his mouth. A two month old doesn't know how to keep it in her mouth. But there's this little elephant thing. Wish I had known about it in advance. It connects to it. Game changer. So grateful. White noise machine. Whoever came up with the white noise. Brilliant. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. A lawn drying rack for bottles. We clean bottles and pumping parts all day here. Genius. So grateful. And for my dear friend, dark chocolate. Okay, I eat dark chocolate dipped in peanut butter every single night. Okay, I am so grateful. I've been on this crazy diet because I've had GI issues ever since having Shay and the doctor's trying to figure it out. And so she put me on this low FODMAP diet, anyone who knows about it. And, and there's a lot I cannot eat but I can still eat very dark chocolate. And so dark chocolate dipped in peanut butter is my haven. And I'm so grateful for it. Now listen, it's been frustrating as heck. I can't eat pizza. I can't eat anything with onions and garlic. I can't eat Thai food. I can't eat, and there's a lot. And a lot of things I can't eat right now because did I tell y'all that Shay has a milk protein allergy? <laughs> and so I can't have any dairy or any soy because of him. And so I am just grateful for what I can eat right now. I'm grateful we're being creative with our recipes. I'm so grateful that my friend Allison is helping me with this diet. But I got off topic. Abundance and little things. <laughs> so, so many little things. I mean, so many little things. Pause for a moment. Look around you right now. What's a quote-unquote little thing you can be grateful for? Is there a tree with beautiful red leaves that you could be grateful for in this moment? What about this podcast? Can you be grateful for that? What about the headphones that you have that allow you to be in your own space instead of listening to the three kids do their homework and everything else? What about a television that gives you a funny program? What is a little thing that you could be grateful for and notice in this moment? Pause and actually notice it. I'm going to pause for this moment of gratitude to my sponsor and shout out to them, Ritual Vitamin. Do you really know what's in your vitamin? I mean, sugars, GMOs, synthetic filters, artificial colors, not to mention animal bribe products like sheep's wool and gelatin. It's all ingredients that you could find in a multivitamin. But Ritual isn't your typical multivitamin. Ritual is clean. It's vegan friendly. It's made with key nutrients in a form that your body can actually use. I'm telling you, Ritual started sponsoring the podcast, and so I tried it, and I have now become a lifelong customer. I love Ritual. Josh now takes Ritual for men. It is so good. They taste minty instead of tasting like crap. Like everything about this vitamin feels good. They taste good. Ritual is formulated with key nutrients, including vitamin D3. It fills in the gaps in your diet. They're fresh tasting. 
They're less sensitive to your stomach. You can take them with or without food. You will always know where your nutrients come from thanks to Ritual's one-of-a-kind visible supply chain. They're amazing. You deserve to know what's in your multivitamin, and you deserve one that's amazing. That's why Ritual is offering my listeners 10% off during your first three months. That's huge, girl. 10% off. Visit ritual.com forward slash purpose girl to start your ritual today. Okay, do not pause. This will be the best thing you do for you this holiday season with everything you're going to eat and enjoy. Go to ritual.com forward slash purpose girl. Get 10% off your first three months. You will love them. And so thank you to Ritual for my health. I seriously love you. All right, next. I am grateful for you women. You women and all the women who are on Team Purpose Girl. And I consider that to be my incredible new assistant, Rachel. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm so grateful that we found her. Thank you to Christine, my coach from this year, who introduced me to Rachel. Thank you, Christine, for helping me get Purpose Girl where it is. Christine helped me to launch the Goddess on Purpose course, which now I've had almost 50 women go through this year. It is the eight-week kickoff to you being a goddess, you stepping into your power, you knowing, you getting so clear on purpose, you speaking your voice, you oh, rising up in joy. Like it is the class. She helped me with it. She helped me then create Goddess on Fire, which is my program for women ready to start their purpose-based businesses. Okay. And it just filled up with no promotion because it's so in alignment. She was so helpful. So thank you, Christine. And she introduced me to Rachel. Rachel has been a game changer for Purpose Girl. Like, she is not just my assistant in business. Like, yeah, I write an email and she sends it out and I need to do research on different companies and she finds it and all that kind of good assistant stuff. She is 10 times more than that. She is my life coach, okay? When I was having my anxiety attack the other day, I texted her about my anxiety and she helped me get through it. This morning, I had so much going on and our nanny was sick, so she's not here. And she's like, all right, tell me everything you have to do, whether it's personal or professional. So I list everything, everything from Josh's birthday to getting all the food for Thanksgiving, everything. And we went step by step. We went item by item. And she helped me feel into it. On top of that, she's so much more than an assistant. She is creative. She's redoing my branding to be more aligned with who I am. Like, I'm sexy and sassy. And she's like, hey, your branding does not meet you. She's helping me become better, better as a thought leader, better as a coach, better visible, and all the things. I just love her, love her, love her. And I'm so grateful to you, Rachel. So grateful I found you, you found me, and she loves Shay. Hello. I'm so grateful for my goddess friends who believe in me and see me. I mean, I have women I can reach out to for a circle of love, right? Like, literally, I can bathe in their words. I can say, hey, I'm having a bad day. Can you tell me I'm awesome? And they will. I'm grateful for my new mom group. It's helping me feel sane and I can go to. When I'm having trouble, I'm thinking about going off of pumping and I leaned into them the other day and shared why I want to pump or don't want to pump and breast milk and they were so there for me and we're there for little things, big things, helping each other, figure out gifts for family. I mean, all of it. So helpful. My close friends who have been there, my friend Stacy, who led a goddess circle the night before Shay was born and has come over and said, even with a mask, even if I can't hold him, I'm here for you. I'll take care of him. And I've said, of course, you're going to hold him even with a mask, right? But it's like, she has been so wonderful. All of our friends have been wonderful. Here for us, here for Shay. The women who have believed in me since day one, my dear friend Holly, Allison, Heather, my cousin Stacy, you've all believed in me. Since day one, my friends Michelle, Patty, you have believed in me and believed in me. My college girlfriends, Katie, Julie, Rochelle, Danielle, Jen, you have guys believed in me. My newer goddess sisters, you all believe in me. Kate and Allison and Shira and Michelle. I mean, there's way too many to mention, but you all believe in me. My dear friend Amelia, who led my baby blessing, believes in me. My local friends, Carol and Monique and Mina and my new mom friend, LaHair, like make sure you have amazing women on your side. Makes a huge difference. All my clients, all the women who I've been able to support and serve for the last eight years, I am so grateful to you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. You each let me into your life, and that is a privilege. It is a privilege I never want to take advantage of. I understand you are putting your heart in my hands and letting me hold you tenderly. 
You're putting your dreams in my soul and spirit to help usher it. You're putting yourself into my care. And I, and I know what an honor and a privilege that is. So to the women who went through my Empowered program this year, thank you. I mean, you all rocked it. You rose up. I mean, the fact that several of you now have created businesses from Empowered, one of you started living on your own, got a beach house for the summer, that you found your sexy at 50, 55. You reconnected with dreams of being a yoga instructor, of running women's programs. I mean, I am blown away by all of you. You have been incredible. You are incredible, and I'm so grateful you let me into your life. To the women who have been in Goddess on Purpose, thank you. I mean, the first night of the first Goddess on Purpose that I did in April, each woman went around and said where they knew me from. I didn't ask for that, but they just started doing it. And I was like, okay, okay, you know, and I receive. And one woman said, do you remember when you spoke in Saddle River, New Jersey, eight years ago? And honestly, I was like, uh, yeah, I think so. Were we in like a boardroom kind of a thing? She said, yeah. She said, I've been following you since. And finally, I'm ready to like live my purpose and step into it. And this course spoke to me. Another woman said, do you remember speaking at the New York Open Center? I don't know, maybe seven years ago. Yeah, I think, yeah. She said, I've had your card next to my computer on the desk this whole time. And I'm finally ready to do it and go for it. So I'm so grateful to all of you who allowed me into your life, who allow me to live my purpose and cheerlead you and teach you what I know and support you in being your sexiest, most spectacular, most beautiful, superpower, super shiro self. You are all incredible. I mean, the women in my current Goddess on Purpose class right now, one is so fully stepping into her being a holistic healer. She's already out there doing videos and sharing with people her wisdom. She never thought she could do that before the course. Another woman realized in the course that she's been lacking joy. And so she went to her daughter to help her find joy. And she posted this video of jumping on the trampoline and like she's really in it. Another woman shared her artwork with us. Another woman is writing finally because we're giving her that kick in the tushy. Like these women are stepping into their full big goddess self. I love you, love you, love you. I'm just so grateful to every woman. And the women in Goddess on Fire and the Dream Accelerator who let me support you in your business, who let me help you reach the new level, you light me up because you're lighting up the world. So thank you, thank you. I forget what number we're on. I told you that this might happen. Many gratitudes. I told you. I think it's the Grateful Eight, but I may end up with a lot more because I know each one has many in them, and that's how it should be. In fact, let's talk a little bit about research on gratitude. You know I love backing up everything we do here, the science of women's happiness, with some research. The thing about gratitude is that it is generative, right? So it's like when you are grateful, genuinely grateful, and in your heart you feel so grateful for a delicious strawberry. You feel so grateful to be able to see your family during COVID, or you feel so grateful that your child is healthy after they've been sick, or you feel so grateful to find a new love. I mean, gratitude begets gratitude. And what we know from the research, a research study that was done in 2002 by Robert Emmons and McCullough and a couple of other researchers, is that people who have a strong disposition toward gratitude, like they actually notice gratitude a lot and they are constantly in a state of gratitude, then they have a lower threshold for what makes them grateful. In other words, they're grateful for more stuff, right? So the more you have gratitude, the more you practice it, the more grateful you are, the more you're grateful. And here's why this matters. Because if we're only waiting for the big things for which to be grateful for, right, you're only waiting for like massive epic love, massive epic job, big promotion that pays you $50,000 more, whatever it might be, then you're going to be in a state of lacking gratitude or in a state of just maybe nothingness or maybe even resentment or frustration for a very long time. Rather, when we can have micro moments of gratitude and we're constantly seeing gratitude. It's like, oh my God, look at that rose that's still blooming. No joke, the roses in my yard are still blooming. I noticed it yesterday. It's the end of November. That's amazing. Like, whoa, right? My tomato plants are still bearing fruit. Like, oh my God, this is incredible. Think about Shay when he's like in awe walking down the street and seeing a leaf. So grateful. Those little moments 
what they do, the more you notice them, it actually helps you have more intense experiences of gratitude and more frequent experiences of gratitude. And then that actually leads to greater well-being because we know from the research that gratitude is good for you. Gratitude is amazing because the more grateful you are, we know from research, the higher satisfaction you have with life. Well, that makes sense, right? Because when you are constantly grateful for everything that you do have, you're spending less time being frustrated and worrying about the things that you don't have. I'll give you a perfect example. I have been frustrated, like, why can't I have more followers on Instagram, right? Like I was rejected from a number of book publishers because my audience isn't big enough. So if you haven't followed me on Instagram, do it now. Tell all your friends, please, 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 please. And I was so frustrated. And I was actually talking to my therapist about this. And she said to me, she said, you're spending so much time focused on the people who don't yet love you that you're not focusing on all the people who do. And it was like, oh, duh, right? Like I have all these amazing women in the Purpose Girls Facebook group. I just want to love on. I have these amazing women and clients in my programs. Of course, I love on them. And so I'm not spending any more time on the people who don't yet love me. Like, that's ridiculous. And if a publisher doesn't want to publish me because of that, that's on them, right? So which way are you more satisfied? Comparing yourself to others and thinking about the things you don't have or when you are really filling up on genuine gratitude, amazingness, awe at everything that you do. So people who have gratitude and more satisfaction with life, they're actually more pro-social. So the more grateful you are, the more we see from research that you have other-centered behavior, meaning that you take care of others, you want to give to others, you want to support others, you want to contribute, you want to volunteer, you want to make a difference, you want to help somebody out. That makes so much sense because when our cup is overflowing, right? When you're so full of so much goodness, you want to, you're overflowing. You want to give some of that abundance. It's like, things are so good. I want everybody else to feel this way. Let me give to you. Let me give to you. And so when you are so full, I want you to practice, go to a restaurant and give an extra five bucks on a tip or buy the person Starbucks behind you or do something non-monetary and help someone with their groceries at the supermarket. Someone did this for me at Trader Joe's the other day because I had the baby in a full cart and it felt so good, right? And so this is an incredible thing. The more we're full up on gratitude, the more we give to others. Believe it or not, gratitude has been linked to having better sleep and better physical vitality. Makes sense because I know that sometimes when I'm not sleeping well, it's because my brain is going on and on about everything that's wrong right? Or wanting to focus on the things I don't yet have. But when you are full of gratitude, your heart is full, right? So when you're really counting up all of your blessings, when you're really like, whoa, look at how amazing everything is. And you have taken your heart, right? Your heart could either have all these empty chambers in it of like, oh, I don't have the love I want yet. Oh, I don't have that job I want yet. Or it could be, wow, I'm so grateful I have capacity for love. Wow, I'm so grateful that I do have a job that is paying me while I figure out what my purpose is and paying me to take the Empowered course with Karen so I know my purpose and go live it. Like, do you see the difference in those two? One is lack and one is full. And that feeling of fullness, you're going to go to sleep feeling so good. It's a beautiful, simple mind hack that allows you to feel good, better sleep, better vitality. People with high gratitude are more optimistic. And we know from the research that gratitude works. So research study of even just writing down three good things that happened at the end of every day, just three, you do that for one month, it will have lasting benefit and well-being for up to six months. Years ago, like an advent calendar, I did a 25 days of happy on Facebook. And one of my clients, three years later, she's still doing it. And she, she emailed me recently and said, that was the best thing ever. I'm still doing it. One happy thing every day. She said, because A, it fills me up, lets me know how good things are, and B, that means if at the end of the day I haven't had anything, I'm going to do one thing that makes me happy. So this is incredible. And, and we know from the research that the more positive emotions you have, you're going to decrease your blood pressure. You're going to decrease stress hormones. You're going to improve your mood. You're going to improve your well-being. It's like brain food. Gratitude is brain food. And when you have gratitude towards someone else, then there's this beautiful exchange. And like I said, it's generative. So gratitude is something that is good for both the giver and receiver. 
right? You can feel grateful on your own, grateful for fresh flowers, grateful for sunshine, grateful for running water, grateful for food, grateful for whatever you are. And when you're grateful towards someone else and you share that, now you're feeling full up because you're grateful and they are feeling full up because you've made them feel good about themselves, their contribution, who they are, et cetera. And so it has like this upward spiral of positivity that keeps feeding off of each other. And it is super cool and super amazing. Again, something I love about this holiday. One of the things that I do always at my Thanksgiving dinner is something called gratitude ping pong. And this is an exercise that I got from my dear friend and colleague, Amelia Zivotovskaya, who runs the Flourishing Center, which is the school through which I teach the Certificate in Applied Positive Psychology program, CAP. It's an amazing nine-month online program to get certified in positive psychology so you can go out and you can teach it and share it and all that kind of great stuff. Anyway, when we're teaching gratitude, there's this exercise called gratitude ping pong. And we take a squishy ball and we pass it back and forth. And when we taught in person, we would do it literally with a squishy ball. But on Zoom, we pretend. And the way it works is you say a gratitude and then you throw the ball to someone. And then that person says a gratitude and then they throw the ball either back to you or to someone else. And it can go around a whole table or it can go back and forth between two people. I've played gratitude ping pong for like 10 minutes, which means for 10 minutes I'm coming up with gratitudes and so is the other person. And it's so fun and you'd be amazed because when you hear someone else's gratitude, it reminds you of something that you're grateful for. Also, you inspire them in the same way. It's this generative thing. Plus, it really helps you to keep going deeper and deeper into more and more that you're grateful for and you feel so good. So that is gratitude ping pong, something I highly recommend at your Thanksgiving dinner or just any, any time. And in a bit, I'm going to share more gratitude tools. So you want to make sure you're staying on for that. Let me get back to my grateful eight, nine, 10 list, whatever it is. I am so grateful to my family, to my parents, to my sister, my brother, especially this year with Shay being in the hospital, my family stepped up big time. It was a very scary time. And I was in the hospital feeling numb, feeling angry, feeling sad, feeling depressed, feeling scared. And even my big brother, who doesn't call a lot, he called several times. He sent me many texts telling me, that I can get through this, how courageous I am, that I've gotten through so much. It was so sweet wanting to see my baby boy in the NICU. My sister, so beautifully there for me. I mean, she had a baby five months before me and she has shared so many tips and tricks and what to register for. And she's done so much research stuff I do not do and I'm not into. And she's been so helpful and was so helpful with my IVF process. And so there for me through those days in the hospital and beyond. And my parents, my parents came here when Shay was born and they couldn't even see the baby. And so they spent four or five, no, we were there for six days. They spent six days at my house taking care of our dog, planning for the bris. We didn't even know when the bris would be because we didn't know when we would get out of the hospital. If you don't know what a bris is, it's when a Jewish baby boy is circumcised. It's a public event. It's his covenant into the Jewish religion. And normally you do like a big party, but you can't do that because of COVID. But my mom still planned something so lovely and baked and got decorations and figured out how to make treats for people and do it COVID style, social distance on the lawn. And I came home and my mom had weeded my whole house and like it was amazing. And something I'm so grateful to my parents for is that they treat Josh like their own. They really treat him like a son. And it means so much to me. And I'm grateful that my new niece was born. I love my little Mitzala so much. I'm grateful I got to be there for her birth. It was the most extraordinary thing I've ever seen in my entire life. And I got to be in the room. I'm so grateful to my sister for that. It was me, my mom, my sister's dear friend, and we got to cheerlead her and coach her. And it was so beautiful to see her become a mother, to see her birth a child. It was so miraculous to see this sweet baby girl be born. It was such an honor. I am so grateful. And I'm so grateful that this sweet baby girl is healthy, poo-poo-poo, knock on wood, 
and that I get to see her grow up. Yes, on FaceTime. I haven't gotten to meet her in person. We live in different cities, but I'm so grateful for that. I'm so grateful that she and Shay are going to get to know each other and have a best friend for life. I'm so grateful we're going to get to go on family vacations together. And how amazing. My brother has three amazing, wonderful kids who I adore, a niece and two nephews, but they're older, 17, 19, 21. I love, love, love these young adults. They're incredible humans, incredible people, so passionate, so caring, so loving. And given our age that my sister and I are both in our 40s, it's incredible that we're having babies now together. So I'm so grateful for that. I'm grateful I get to see my sister as a mother. She's such a good mom. She's such a good mom. I'm so grateful that these new babies are giving my parents who are 76 new life. It's giving them additional fun and life. And I just love seeing them with so much life around these new babies. I'm grateful for community. It's been a long time since I felt a real sense of community. Uh, probably nine years when I lived in Cleveland, Ohio, I felt so much community. I was constantly surrounded by community. I was very involved in the Jewish community there, very involved in the civic community, in the nonprofit community, in the business community. I knew like everybody in Cleveland. And then I went back to grad school in Philly and had community in school, but then everybody moved away and I moved to New York and I had a group of girlfriends in New York, but I haven't had community in a long time. And living in Philly, because I traveled so much for work, you know, speaking all over the country, you know, I love speaking. If your company needs a speaker, I'm doing it online now. Please bring me in. I love speaking with people about bouncing back better after COVID and how employees can rise up and live their purpose and feel even better and manage stress and all that. Anyway, I haven't built community here, but Josh and I did join a synagogue and we would go every once in a while before COVID maybe once a month, I would say. And then with COVID, our rabbi started doing the services online and we started going every single Friday. So nearly every Friday of my pregnancy, I went and the whole community watched my belly grow and was so there for us. And then when the baby was born, would you believe that the synagogue sent us meals for an entire month? Every single night we got a lasagna. Actually, I told them that lasagna was my favorite and that it was gluten-free. I think we got like eight gluten-free lasagnas, but we got so much amazing food, so much amazing love. We felt so cared for. And so to everyone in my synagogue who either participated in giving us meals or not, or just sent, sent us notes, so, so grateful. The other sense of community I had this year was really so many of you Purpose Girls, so many people out there rallying around us when Shay was born. I'm so grateful to my last Empowered class. They were so there for me. They held a surprise shower and had Josh go get a gluten-free cake before he was born. And then after he was born and nobody heard from me, they were all rallying around us with concern. The same with my CAP class, my positive psychology class. They also threw me a surprise shower. It was so fun. They got Josh involved, made sure that I had wine and a hat and like all sorts of great stuff. Well, alcohol-free wine, you know. And then they knew when the baby was coming and without news because we were in the NICU, they also rallied around us with so much love. In fact, so many people were contacting my assistant, Rachel, were contacting friends, family, anybody to get news if you were one of them because I was so public about when the baby was coming. And then because he almost died and he was in the NICU, I wasn't updating people. And so... I felt such a sense of community when people were so there for us. We got so much love, so much concern. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm so grateful because I feel so loved, so held. It was like parachuting and landing on safe ground. It was like, you know, trapezing and falling, but there's that trampoline thing that catches you. That's how I felt. All, everybody putting out their hands and arms and just catching us. And it felt so good, so good. And so thank you to all of my sisterhoods who have been around me. I am so grateful. I think I'm on number seven, maybe. I am so grateful to everyone who voted for Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. I'm grateful. When I look at Joe Biden, he's a good man. When I see he's worked across the aisle, he can take criticism. Someone doesn't agree with him. He says, let's talk about it. He doesn't just bully them on Twitter. I am amazed 
at the goodness, the heart of this man. And Kamala is so cool, right? Like she's fun, she dances, and she's badass. Did you all hear what she did during the housing crisis in California? I mean, holy cow. She is badass. She has gotten money for people who lost their homes during the 2008 mortgage crisis and crash. Like, she's incredible. And so I'm just so grateful for this new dawn. There's so much more I'm grateful for. My mentors, my teachers, the women who came before me, my grandmothers, the men who came before me, my grandfathers. My great-grandfathers, great-grandmothers. I'm grateful that my grandparents survived the Holocaust so I could be alive. I'm grateful to be alive. It's not always easy. Heck no, I guess that's my last gratitude. It's the hard stuff. This is the hardest gratitude of them all, to be actually grateful for the hard things. Being grateful that I had miscarriages feels nearly impossible. But if I hadn't had those miscarriages, I wouldn't have Shay because I probably would have stopped at one child. And now I have the exact perfect child for me, feeling grateful for the challenges of 2020, feeling grateful for the pandemic, bringing Josh and I even closer. We started playing a bunch of board games. We started connecting with our synagogue, things we wouldn't have done if COVID hadn't happened. In fact, COVID brought me closer to people in the neighborhood I became so close with one of my neighbors, Mina. I adore her. And we got close because of COVID. We realized that we could do a porch visit. And then we started doing a visit every single week. And we still do. Can you find the gratitude even in the hard stuff? And not despite something that was hard, but because of something that was hard, right? Because I had the miscarriages, I now can have Shay. Because of COVID, I now have a good friend in Mina because. And that is how we really can live the most alive, most glorious, happiest life. It's not always easy. There's a lot that is challenging for me to find gratitude in that I haven't yet found gratitude and maybe won't until my dying day. But I keep working at it. I keep saying thank you, thank you, and show me, show me how this is for me. Because when you can feel gratitude in your whole heart and your whole body, you are full. When you can flip a challenging situation into gratitude, you, you feel light. You feel empowered. When you feel grateful for every little thing and you say, thank you, universe, more please. Thank you, universe. I'll take some more, please. Which literally every single time someone signs up for one of my programs, Josh and I go, thank you, universe, more please. Or every single time someone says that they want to do coaching with me, we say, thank you, more please, right? Like we are just constantly in a thank you, more please. Because the more you're in gratitude, the happier you're going to be and the more you're going to attract. What we know about the brain is that the brain is always looking to either approach something or avoid. And so one of the reasons why gratitude works so well is it's saying to your brain, more of this. And so when you say to your brain, more of this, your brain starts looking for more like it, more that is good, more that is delicious, more that is yummy, more that's going to lift you up, rise you up, make you feel powerful and big and bold. And that's why I want to leave you with a few gratitude tools to take into your Thanksgiving. Okay, we already talked about gratitude ping pong. Let me give you another exercise. This is from my dear friend, Sid Aframovich, who I also teach cap with. Pause for one moment right now and think of someone to whom you're grateful. Someone who maybe they did something nice for you at work this week. Maybe it is a dear friend or a partner or a family member who helped you out or just was kind or just who you love and you're grateful for overall. Just think of one person to whom you're grateful for. Okay, now take your phone, open up your messages app, your text messages. Go ahead and type that person's name into the top bar. Or if you prefer to do this on Instagram, if it's somebody you don't know personally and it's someone whose books you admire, whatever it might be, go ahead, open that up. Okay, I'm going to do this right with you guys, all right? So I'm going to do it to my mom. It's her birthday, so I'm going to throw a little extra love at her. Okay, mom. I'm so grateful to you. You teach me how to be an amazing mother, friend, and bad-ass business woman. I love you. Thank you. XO. Okay. So I wrote that note. 
and then I'm going to go ahead and hit send and I want you to do the same thing. Boom. And now, boom, you've just made somebody's day. Doesn't it feel good? So I can feel good. You can feel good. My mom can feel good. It is so quick. It literally takes one minute. Next, there is an exercise called the gratitude letter. And it's very similar to what we just did, except you'd sit down and you'd write a longer letter. I recommend a handwritten letter. As something happens in handwriting, I think that kind of brings out our heart and our soul. And write a longer, detailed letter of thanks to somebody, what you really are thankful for about them. So often, let's say you're doing thank you notes, like I'm way behind on my baby thank you notes, but I say thank you for the sweater. It's so cute. Can't wait to see Shay in it, whatever it might be, right? But it's kind of short. A gratitude letter is when you really are expressing lifelong gratitude to somebody. It might be someone you only met for a moment, but but maybe they did something that really changed your life. Or it could be somebody who's been in your life for a long time and you say, thank you, I love you, but you haven't really shared the details. Let me give you an example. When I graduated from Penn's Master's in Positive Psychology program, my parents came to the graduation and we went out to dinner and I pulled out a letter and it was maybe two or three pages. And I specifically went into the ways in which each one of them had inspired me. My mom was a strong, badass career woman who was the youngest and the only woman in her math department at the college where she taught. She rose up the ranks to be the head of the department. I mean, she was the breadwinner in my parents' relationship. Like, she was amazing. I saw her travel the country and teach other teachers these new tools in mathematics. She was amazing. And so she taught me that I could do anything. She told me to go for it. She showed me you can rise up, you can conquer, you can break glass ceilings. She's a role model. My dad was an entrepreneur. He's an architect, but he had his own firm. And even though I know that the economy was difficult in 1974 when I was born and in other times for architects, I know it was difficult to have his own business. And he would tell us so. And I saw a man pursue his passion. My dad's an artist and he's an amazing, amazing architect. If you walked into the house that I grew up in, which he designed, you would still say that it's modern today. Okay, you would still say it's modern today. So he just has this classic aesthetic that is so freaking good. And he showed me to follow my passion, follow my purpose. And so I wrote this long letter to them. And my dad is the emotional sensitive one. And he was just bawling and crying. And that's better than a sweater, right? Better than any other gift I could give. So that's the gratitude letter. And then the final is the research study I shared where you could say three things that you're grateful for every single day. Okay. Now here's the key. All of this with gratitude has to be genuine in your heart. Not what you think you should be grateful for. I know I should be grateful for this job, even though I don't like it. Nope. That ain't going to give you the good feelings. You have to find what you're really grateful for. So be really grateful maybe for money coming in because that money is going to get you a new purse or something for the holidays or to be able to sign up for the next Goddess on Purpose course. Really find what you are grateful for. Second, you have to mix it up, okay? Most people, when I ask them what they're grateful for, I get my family, my health, my house, okay? It's like, yes, we are grateful for all those things. You can only say those things once. The next day you have to mix it up. And the best thing to do is to get into the details. What is it about your family? What specifically did your daughter say or do today that you're grateful for? Your house, specifically, is it the fireplace that you got to sit next to? Be detailed. When you write out your three things every day, be detailed, mix it up, and make sure it's genuine gratitude, and you will, woo, it will fill you up. It will start to change your life. Ultimately, if you've heard of the law of attraction, that's what this is, and there's brain science behind it. You are focusing on what's good. You're telling your brain more of this, and so it starts to create more of that, and that's how we live an abundant, rich, happy, wildly passionate, beautiful life. And with that, my love, I wish you a happy, happy, happy Thanksgiving or whatever you're doing today. Know that I love you and I am so grateful for you. You let me live my purpose. Without you, there'd be no purpose, girl. And so thank you, thank you, thank you for letting me do what I love. Thank you for giving a darn. Thank you for being in my community. In fact, if you're not in the Purpose Girls Facebook group, head over there right now because I'm starting to do power up live classes every single week. It's free. If you want more, 
you know you're ready for 2021 to be a year that you rock it out. You're ready to heal old wounds. You're ready to change the story of your life. You're ready to live your purpose and be the most empowered, biggest, boldest, most confident, beautiful, alive version of yourself. Then contact me immediately. I've started the waitlist for my next empowered program. We start in January. This will be my seventh and last year doing the program. So if you've wanted to get into an intimate sisterhood with me before I start doing other things, this is your time. Make sure that you get on that wait list. I'll be so grateful if you find me and friend me over on Instagram and on Facebook. And of course, if you share the Purpose Girl podcast with every woman you know. That's how we change the world one woman at a time. With that, my love, may you live purposefully. May you love yourself. And may you love life. Bye for now.